Hello and welcome to another great episode of Soul Search. But before we dive in, I do want to thank you so, so much for joining us and please enjoy the episode. All right, so today we talk about why advertisements ruined us, why they are ruining us, and why so why having so many advertisements constantly in our reality almost messes us up, right? It brings about this level of imbalance. And this this is kind of this is kind of a little bit of an out there answer, but advertisements ruin us. They ruin us like as who we are, as who we are spiritually on a deeper level, not really on a more superficial level. They ruin us in a way where advertisements, you have to kind of look at the prevalence of advertisements. Advertisements are everywhere, right? The more we're involved, the more we are involved on a platform where advertisements appear up, then there are more advertisements that appear, right? So the more you are exposed to your iPhone, your computer, your laptop, whatever it is, the more you drive, the more exposed you are to the benefits of the 21st century, the more exposed you are to advertisements, the more exposed you are to to the unfortunate um, realities of so many advertisements, so many advertisements, right? And we're not even going to go you know, down the, the intuitive route, which is what are they telling us and the negativity of what, what can happen or in theory, what can happen when there are so many inputs, right? When there's so, when our brain has to register so much, right? That effect. I mean, then, then you know, that just con- that literally contributes to so much of literally the fact that we have so much going on contributes to the fact that we don't get enough sleep. You know, even if we do get a normal amount of sleep, the day, the amount of time it's occupied is it's just crazy. Just reviewing you know, idiotic inputs, every YouTube ad, every, it, it literally all builds up. It's the same idea as dieting in such a way where, you know, you eat one cookie here, you eat one cookie there, it's not going to do anything. Then you have an lemonade. It's all right. It's a, you know, you try to exercise some balance. You have some, you have something here, you have something there. And overall it builds up. And then you find yourself, even though you're dieting correctly, even though you're doing all the steps, you find yourself not at the result that you wanted. Right. So same idea with advertising. When there's so many advertisements constantly in our face, we're kind of forced to write. We've been in a way conditioned to register our circumstances. That's who we are. Right. At our, at our core, you know, we're humans, but we're also creatures in the same way we're animals in that we're always alert of our circumstances. There seems to be just in our hardwiring and our coding of who we are, that we are alert. We are built to respond to our circumstances. We must respond to our circumstances. And in a way, that's that's number one why advertisement ruined us. But I want to go down a different path. So number th- number one, point number one. The, what are they selling? What is the primary what is the primary uh, service or product or what is the, the genre of product or services that are trying that they're trying to sell you? Most people today in a world where there are so many options in a world where there's so many people who are giving you uh, who are, when there are 100 companies that give you uh, pretzels, then all those 100 companies, instead of being one, when there's one big company, they don't have to be nice to you. But when there is 100 companies, they're all constantly giving you this illusion of how it's a want, it's a want, it's a want. What are you selling? You're selling based on wants. The idea of selling somebody on a need happens only when you're the only option or happens mostly when you're the only option. When what you're selling 
and when you have competitors, you immediately become a one, right? As a rule of thumb, when I have when I have ten other people who are trying to sell the same product as me, you are choosing to pick my product. You are not out of necessity selecting my product. You are choosing my product out of your own volition, right? So, what are you selling? You are selling wants. You aren't selling needs, right? Yeah, of course, you know, the base of it is selling it as a need and as you know, because when you're selling something as a need, you immediately change change your I mean you, you allow the customer, you allow the, the person who is who is a potential customer to look at your product differently, right? So if I give you a want, they're expecting all the branding and they're expecting everything to be want. They're also expecting a want price, right? But they're also expecting the the other side of it. They're also expecting you know more uh, uh, lavish branding they're also expecting you to treat it as something that people don't need therefore you look on the other side and you have needs right needs this is where this is where audience typically targets so what are you selling you're selling wants that's what I want to focus on so advertisement ruined us in a way number one I'll, I'm gonna kind of tie this all together but number one because they are because everyone sells wants no one sells needs everyone sells wants now number two how are they selling it generally speaking if you look around and you look at uh and you look at you know let's say a t-shirt right a t-shirt we all know has no inherent value past the t-shirt right it it's it can cover us it can do you know it can do whatever it can right it can do whatever you want it uh to do however a t-shirt is just a t-shirt but if you notice, everyone who sells a com- every every company that sells a T-shirt or tries to brand a T-shirt really makes a fatal mistake in in trying not a mistake. I mean, it's, it's quite intentional. But selling or associating this the branding of the T-shirt with something that you want that the, that the T-shirt doesn't actually offer. For instance, they'll market or sell your happiness in result in connection with the T-shirt. It's you know it's like a triangle. You, the shirt, and what you want. You buy the shirt, you'll get happiness. You want happiness, you buy the shirt, right? It's it's a, it's it's a quite a simple idea, and they do this all the time. They'll do this with sexuality as well, right? They'll have they'll have either a a guy with strong abs, uh, you know, for guys they'll have a you know the the attract the masculinity attraction to it is, I want a shirt. Uh, and you know, there's this guy he's strong abs and everything, typical man looks manly and he's wearing the shirt, right? It kind of sends these, these small, it's very, they're very implicit innuendos in, in regards to how they actually convey the message, but it's, it's blatant and open and bold enough in such a way where you understand that this is the, this is the, um, archetypal man, right? And then you actually, you're, you're more inclined to buy it, right? This is the presentation and you're responding to the presentation as opposed to if they just put a blank t-shirt on, Right. Or they'll have, uh, or they'll have a, a man who, uh, not particularly attractive, whatever, but he's wearing a shirt. Or, and and he'll and he'll have um, a bunch of, uh, he'll have uh, several women by his side, right? This is this is this is also you'll see this on on guest ads. I live in LA, so I'm again I'm constantly bombarded by these type of ads. You look on uh, Beverly Center, right near the Beverly Center, massive mall, right? There are always these massive ads for this company guests, right? Guests selling a shirt. And constantly, every single man always has to have like three women behind him, like some sort of uh, harem or something of the sort. Um, but whatever it is, right? They're not selling you the t-shirt. They're selling you the idea of wearing the t-shirt. They're selling you the feeling of the t-shirt. They're selling you a, a 
breed, they're selling you a type of masculinity you can identify with when you wear this t-shirt, right? This will improve you in, in such ways. Now, this is where I'm going to bring it a step further. You see the shirt, you see the advertisement, you see what it can offer you. But look at this. There, when you're trying to buy the shirt, when you sell the shirt and you see the and you see this advertise, you see so many advertisements all around you trying to sell you happiness, it seems as though you don't have it. Right? It makes you kind of second guess that your that your feminine your masculinity or femininity is actually not in place correctly, right? If I'm seeing, you know, if I go to you and ask you, hey, uh, you just had lunch, right? If I go tap your shoulder, hey, do you want food? Do you want food? Do you want food? Uh, no, I don't want food. I just ate lunch. Again, again, again. I tap you, I tap you. After a while, I come tap you again. After a while, I give you another advertisement. After another, you know, I'm, I'm trying to advertise the food. Hey, do you want food? Oh, you know, you kind of second guess it. No, I can go for some food, right? But it's not even that, right? Because you know you had food. You're pretty confident. That's like an openly, I had food like two hours ago. But masculinity and femininity or anything that you can't physically see with your eyes is, is an option for, for companies to kind of capitalize on because you think you're happy, you're enjoying yourself, you're happy, you're living your best life, you're pretty secure, you're not too confident, but you're getting there. Now these companies immediately try to take you off your off the legitimate path of becoming somebody confident, and they're telling you, hey, you buy this t-shirt, this will bring you confidence. This will, this will boost your confidence. This will do X and Y to your confidence, right? And they try to sell it based on the fact that, based on the effect. They're not even selling the shirt. They're selling the effect it will give you, right? So that's number two, right? But this is a three, uh, a three pronged um, fork. So let's let's just see what's going on here. This is this is the pitchfork of a of a concept here, right? So how they're selling it is also images, right? So there's what they're selling. They're selling wants. How they're selling it. They're selling it based on the emotion it could potentially give you. And they're also selling it uh, based on inputs. So that's number three. So this is actually number four, right? Um, how they're selling it is as follows. So they have images, right? This is this is pretty straightforward. How they're selling it, they're selling it through images. Of course, they can't communicate energy to you. That just seems highly absurd. Um, how they're selling it, images. They're giving you a picture. They're showing you a picture. And they're selling you things to suit your physical needs. How often do you see a commercial for a church or a synagogue or some sort of religious establishment? You don't. You see advertisements only for um, physical uh, thing or objects that will only give you physical gratification or will help you in some way uh, or help you physically in some way or will ease some part of your physical life, right? It won't ease the way you feel. It'll, it'll ease the way you do certain things, right? And that's, that's for most things. That is for most things. But yeah, of course, they'll sell you things based on happiness. They'll sell you things. But point is, they're selling you a t-shirt. They're not selling you a ball of happiness. They're selling you a t-shirt. They're selling you pants. They're selling you, right? Of course, they're, they're selling you the emotion, but they're, they're selling, but they're tying the emotion to, they're trying something non-physical to something physical, right? And that's the mistake, right? That is the problem. So they're selling it because they're selling it through images, right? So when you're constantly around and you're constantly um, analyzing all these different inputs, you're bombarded by several, several different. Uh, you're bombarded by several different physical 
uh, request to satisfy your emotional well-being physically, right? And that can mean through buying clothing, as I mentioned. Uh, any sort of clothing can be through buying objects. It can even be technology, right? They're trying to, so again, going back to the previous one, how they're selling it, when they ask you so many times, they make you, they make this hole inside of you, right? They kind of make, the, they're kind of remind you of your whole, of depression. Let's say, let's say you're suffering from depression. Or you are, and you're kind of on the fence about it. This reaffirms that you're going, when you see a shirt like this, when you see a, when you see a, if you're a guy, right, and you see this, you see this advertisement with three women, the three beautiful women behind him, and then you, you know, you, it kind of reminds you of your relationship life. It kind of takes you back to your relationship status, right? And then that's kind of where they they remind you of the hole, and then they attempt to fill the hole. They build the hole. They remind you of the hole. Then they refill the hole with what they want, with number four, with how they're selling. They're selling you a physical image. They're selling you a T-shirt. We build the hole by reminding you that you have a rough life, rough love life, or you have a low confidence, and then they respond to you by how they're selling it. Here, this is how we sell it, right? And that's that's essentially that is really the that is really the understanding, right? That's really the why advertisements. This is you know it's a fourfold problem. This is why advertisements really carry so much. Uh, so much of the of the blame for just the the micro ways the micro methods that ruin us right that mess up our lives because just like the diet right if i'm going to openly and if you know let's say i'm on a, a no sugar diet if i if i'm consciously making a decision to have lemonade i'm going to have lemonade right now so you go and voluntarily make yourself lemonade versus you're you know you're going to uh, 10 parties a week and then you're sugar all around you right and it's constantly being put in front of your face right so there's there's really a difference there and that's essentially advertisements i i hope to do another episode like this uh in the future but with that we are going to close so for questions comments episode suggestions or simply hellos please feel free to contact me at podcast.existential at gmail.com once again that's podcast.existential gmail.com Thank you so, so, so much for listening. All your support helps. Be sure to share this podcast with all your friends and family. Be sure to tune in daily for new episodes of Existential.